Hey there, Lions fans. It's the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast back with Randy and Rich uh, here on Ellsworth Lake. Uh, Randy, Randy caught a couple fish, uh, but... Uh, more than a couple, yeah. Rich. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm not a greatest fisherman in the world, but I did uh-huh. catch uh, like a little nine-inch crappie. Crappie. Top water. Yeah. How, how, you know, on a top water. Yeah. Think yeah. about that for a second. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Stop thinking about that. You're gonna eat that fish, are you? No, not out of that lake. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Yep. It's catch and release catch in that lake, no doubt about it. There's no signs posted, but uh yeah, it's probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we won't go over the history of the lake, but it's uh yeah, that's a catch and release like it can't, you can't eat them fish. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, there's been factories and yeah, a lot of pollution in that lake. I mean, they will tell you there's a limit on how much you can eat, but you know it's it's not a good idea to eat anything out of that lake. Beautiful lake, beautiful area. Just yeah, has some history. Has some history. Yeah. So and we're out here talking about lions training camp and started a couple days ago. Fifty three man roster stuff. Battles, camp battles, roster battles. Whether it's uh, who who you keep, what position you keep. Not 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 necessarily who you keep, but what position makes that last spot. Yeah, or, and health is going to have a lot to do with that too. Uh, you got everybody needs to be healthy. Yeah, poor Greg Bell went down today. We don't really know any the ex- mm. any extensive. Uh, Follow up on that yet? We'll probably next week. We'll see where Greg is, but right now he's he got carted off the field out of the golf cart, and that's not a good sign. Yeah. But uh, those them's the reports. So yeah. So let let's hope for the best for him. Yes. I was thinking he'd be may definitely be back out of the practice squad. You know that running back room is kind of full right now, and. Uh, uh, I'd be wondering if we're going to keep just three of the, of the yeah yeah the, roster. You know, yeah, we can. We'll have that's one of our debates, isn't it? Yeah, is it, is how many running backs? How many running backs are we going to keep? Yeah. Three or four? Yeah, you know, and, and uh, I don't know. It's just pretty funny the way the rest of the ro- roster is kind of filling out. The possibility of Detroit maybe keeping four tight ends. Is, is you know what right. what the hell is that all about you know, but that, that I've heard that yeah it's possible so you know they're that that they've got right. eight there right now and uh, well I think the eighth is speculative uh, <laughs> it's a tryout or something uh, well yeah uh, that's another little what yeah there Detroit had tryouts to, with uh. What was his name? Drew yeah, yeah. Drew Heibelman. Himmelman. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, Jeff Risden of Lions Wire broke that a uh, little bit before we came on. Right, but get this: the guy's like well over three hundred pounds, and he's like six foot nine. Yeah, so we don't know what he plays. <laughs> yeah, they're but they're calling him a tight end, so that could be like they're they're they say that may be a a missed typo there, but. The guy was originally an offensive tackle. Yeah. And now they're calling him a tight end. So I kind of we kind of got question marks yeah. on that on and, this. Uh, it came up when we were talking here at the kitchen table, 
and talking about tight ends and offensive tackles and and the and offense well the offensive line really and and how that's uh, going to be affected. So we'll get into that later probably. Um, yeah, that's going to be one heck of a camp battle. You know, I, it, you know, or even if there is one at all, you know, is it going to be the guard spot that they keep, or is it going to be the kid tackle spot? Yeah, yeah that's what yeah, the debate second, is. Second, second string, of course. Yeah. But and then all of a sudden, Jeff Risen comes out and says, "There's a tight end tackle out here uh, for for y'all to talk about." And yeah, wouldn't that be cool if your number four ta- uh, tight end was also, you know, a left tackle? You know, so yeah. Talk about versatility there, huh? Yeah. I mean, holy mackerel. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, wide receivers still, you know, the injuries there with... Uh, yeah, injuries. Why don't we go over those? Yeah. Yeah, they're the guys that, you know, that, that are... Uh, there basically is no IR yet, you know? I mean, there could be... Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that would be. Without being down, yeah, but... Because everything is... Uh, Pup list and, and pup list, NFI, NFI. List and yeah, and then Dan Skipper's on the uh, active illness list or whatever you know. Yeah, he's the only one on it, so I don't know if it's a list or not. But <laughs> um, on the pup, not a COVID list at the moment. Yeah, everybody's probably heard this by now, anyway. You know, on the pup, you know, John Pascal's got the sports hernia. He had surgery sometime in the spring. Campbell said, so you know. Kind of under speculation here. I think he might have been the guy that, you know, that didn't pass, the only guy that didn't pass the conditioning test. Well, um, we don't know who it is. Yeah, we don't know. I say it's speculative, yeah. you know. So. Right. Dan, Dan Campbell said that someone didn't pass the conditioning Yeah, test. didn't mention and, who. But he'd he only been running for a week. Yeah. So, so I you got to figure it's someone that was kind of hurt. Yeah. And then, so if we speculate... To the point of all this, we can see that yeah. possibly that guy he's talking about was John Pascal. Because now but, he's on the pup list. Yep, so. on the pup with Jerry Jacobs, Romeo Quora, and Jason Cabinda who had some uh, ankle issues that uh, that uh, they're just being careful with. So they put him on the pup. Uh, skipping over to the NFI, of course, our number one. Uh, twelve overall draft pick, Jameson Williams is is there. And the only reason he's on the NFI is because well, what happened to him happened in college, so therefore, you know, it didn't happen in the facility or within the Lions organization. So therefore, he's on the non football injury list, along with Detraz uh, Patrick, C.J. Moore, and Dan Skipper. But Dan is on a list all by himself that uh, I got him down there on the NFI, but he's on the active illness list, some kind of non-COVID sickness, probably got the flu or something. Could be. Or Sounds about right. If he's like me, he's got like allergies galore and he just can't participate. Allergies are no excuse. <laughs> no excuse at all. Okay. And what's next, Rich? Oh, um, there was an addition to the uh, coaching staff this this week that surprised many people with uh, J.T. Barrett, former Ohio State University quarterback, is now in 
an assistant, an offensive assistant. Offensive of assistant, some yeah. sort, right? Getting you, coffee for Dan Campbell and stuff. Or or working as with Mark Burdell. Yeah, getting him coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, I you 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 see a move like this, and you kind of wonder, like, you know, how much longer does Mark Burdell want to be? You know, he's our age. He's my age. You know, he's yeah, like you're he's, an old old fart. He's over sixty. He's now, only had the job know? for one year. Uh, I don't know. So he still got a mullet. <laughs> They're in these days, from what I hear. Um, yeah. I, don't I, I don't know about the mullet, but I do know that that uh, I I've, I like what Brunel has done. I mean, you know, eighties are back. I don't know. It yeah. depends. I mean, it's like David Blau threw three touchdowns in the first day of camp. You know, and then Tim Boyle came back today and, and, and had a pretty good day. So. Battle with the bees. Yeah, but that's got to be due to coaching, you know. Think about that. That's surely not physical ability. <laughs> We've got probably the Sorry. roughest quarterback room in the NFL. You know, I, I, you know, nobody has really, except for golf. You know, standing up. It, it, it really not golf either. You know, it's an unproven room. It really is. I don't know. From from what I I I gather the the quarterbacks are doing r- remarkably better than they were last year on the first few days of non padded training camp right no no pads yep. you know all that so and so that's a good sign it's a very good sign, very and, good sign. and you and you're glad to see that 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 your backups have taken you know, baby, uh, you know, a, a baby step forward, you know. Right. It, 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 it might be only a baby step, but it's a step forward. And you're not paying them any more money than you were last year. Really. Right, and it's not the fact saying that they can't, you know. So I really kind of believe that De- Detroit's only going with two quarterbacks this year. I'm keeping three. You're keeping three. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same, same reason, I mean, last year really just... They're, uh, you got a clipboard holder and a guy you're sort of developing. Maybe now your developer is the third string at the moment. You Maybe you're trying to push him, you know, and well, trying to push Boyle a little more. Right, I get um, it, I get it. And I'm not saying that I see something miraculous in the, in the guy because... No one does. <laughs> you know, there, there's, there's no one to quote saying, "Man, this, and, and this guy's gonna be good." You know, right. it's, I, it's not that. You know, it's I just, just don't see how they're not spending money on guys right now at, at that position, and they're going with who they have until they got the team. And if if one of them goes down, if I'm sorry, if Goff goes down, and one of them has to step up. You're not spending a lot of money on it, and you're giving guys valuable experience, and that's one thing these coaches are about. They're like, you know, just players and player coaches and experience and good fellas and uh, character and all those things, right? So right. They they've got their character. They're two characters, say. Yeah, they are quite the characters, yes, aren't they? Yeah. Exactly. They've yeah. got their two characters, and they're rolling with them, and until 
the team is set. And put Blau at one, at two, put Boyle at three. I don't care. Well, but I'm see, keeping both of them. I don't see how you could keep three quarterbacks if you're going to keep four tight ends. I, well, I, I'm not keeping four tight ends. But, oh, but yeah, yeah, that's just what I mean. <laughs> there's talk, yeah, even there's even even if even if you keep nine offensive linemen, you know, or eight, you know, but you know, Heibelman being your number four, Himmelman, Himmelman, or whatever, yeah. Too. Well, you know, if or he's going to be your number four tight end, you know, is he going to be actually hang on to the title of offensive lineman, or or is he going to actually be? Your number four tight end, right? You know, so uh, there's or, an opening on the offensive line. I mean, you got Dan Skipper and Eze. Exactly. You know, is he just a guy to come in until Dan Skipper comes back, right? And it's and that could be the same argument for Dan Skipper as I just made for the backup quarterback, right? But is Dan Skipper going with until you know? Is Dan Skipper good enough to be out high a bit? You know, if Heibelman turns out to actually be an offensive lineman rather than a tight end, you know, because that could be a typo. We don't know. Yeah. yeah this is all brand new. We just exactly saw this what, on Twitter. It's you exactly know. what Jeff Risden said, that it's maybe the the news, yeah. the NFL wire made a mistake. It could and, be, you know. Uh, I don't the, see Detroit keeping three tight ends. I, I mean, I don't see him keeping four. Um, I really don't see him keeping three. I'd like to see him keep three, but and it's like in my mind that third guy should be a, a blocking specialist, and none of the eight that they got around except for this Himmelman seems like he might be a, a blocker. But but then at that point he, he all he is is like a jumbo package. He's so he's I, big though. God, he's he's he's, he's, he's way over three hundred pounds. Yeah. He's like six foot nine, but yeah, for God's just, sakes, that's just weird. That's just a like a really oversized <laughs> ta- uh, tight end, if you ask me. You it's know, a, it's an oversized load. Yeah. So you know? my so, guess is that it it just could be a typo. It could be that he is actually trying out to uh, you know solidify that. That right tackle spot, right, right tackle, second string spot. Yeah, you know, six nine. You you're probably not looking at him to be a swing tackle. Right? Skipper is is six nine too. You know that is weird. Yeah. So and, he, and he's stuck around. So. Well, I mean, you yeah. know, with Eze being like brand new, you can't really trust the guy, even if you want to. You know, you got stick right. him on the, on the practice squad and make him. You know, you know, a devout, developmental yeah. guy. Same with Jarvis. Yeah, but Skipper <laughs> is going to be your backup. He's going to probably make the practice squad too if he's eligible. You know. Yeah, they've got more flexibility on the practice squad these days. Yeah, I think there is even guys. guys you can have old guys on your practice squad. So. Yeah. So you know, I, I my guess is Dan Skipper becomes one of those if they bring in, you know, if they sign this Hibbleman. 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 Yes. I, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't heard heard it pronounced per se yet. Yeah. So, neither have I. We just yeah. sounded it out. Yes. So. Um, but uh, yeah. So the interior guys, uh, like uh, Brown and uh, Tommy Kramer. Kramer. Yeah. You, know, you got uh, Logan. 
Stenberg. Uh, Stenberg. Yes. And now uh, Jarvis. And, and drafted free agent kid from Michigan yeah. well, State. So was uh, Tommy Kramer was an undrafted free agent. Last year. He's pretty much a lock on this team for this year. I think a lot, pretty much a way. lock out of 53. Yeah. And uh, along with Brown. You know, there's been a little speculation here. contract. That's true. Yes, he did. But there's been a little speculation here throughout Twitter land that, uh, you know, what would Detroit get if they traded away Evan Brown? You know, question is, why the hell would they trade away Evan Brown? You know, they finally got solidified back up for Ragnow. And Ragnow's proved that, you know, he might go down for a game or two, you know? Anyone could. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, I think not having a drop-off at center, you know, you pay that guy to be there. and that you, There's no way in hell we're, we're trading Mr. Brown. No, you wouldn't think. And, and he's got he's got the ability to play guard, I would I would think, you know. To, well, he does. Pinch, but, right? the, but statistics have proved that he's a better center than there is a guard. But then again, you got to ask yourself, you know, has he had more snaps at center than he has guard? You know, which would make him a better center. <laughs> right, yeah. So. Just you, having done it. Right, exactly. Yes. So, you know, he can do it in a pitch, but I, I, nobody's guaranteed that he's going to be any better at it than Kramer. Yeah. Or Jarvis. Yeah. You know? so, yeah, you expect Kramer to, to, to just keep going. and um, But, yeah, do you keep... Four interior guys, five interior guys, you know, six interior guys. You know, it's you don't. I don't think they're going that far. But, right, you, you know, know. well, backup center, backup left guard, backup. Yeah, right guard, I, I think nine overall. Too I do. I think it's nine overall, ten at the very most. But I think if you're gonna, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, what right. you, if you're gonna keep know. nine, who, what, where do you take away? You know, do you, do you have the two tackles and one guard, or do you have two guards and one tackle? You know, being Matt Nelson, your swing tackle, or Tommy Kramer being your swing guard. Yeah, you know? right. So, or do you do you have a backup for, for every position across the board? You know? Do you bring in some sort of guard tackle veteran with some legs that's got some legs on him, bring him in cheap to be that guy, or... Or do you you know, well, a, I didn't think so until Hamilton just, you know, I did, right. you know, so. Do you bring in a tight end? <laughs> <laughs> Good golly. Yeah, it's um, crazy, you know, yeah. this this is and with good Jason, to see, though. I mean, it's versatility throughout the whole yeah. freaking roster. I love it. You with know? Uh, Jason Cabinda's ankle issue, we, we don't know, we can't even speculate on that, but. No, and you should, because. I, Camp Bell and his presser just basically, you know, blew it off. Ah, oh, yeah, we we just put him out there because he's got some problems with his ankle and we're just playing it safe. Yeah. He just kind of blew it off, is that, you yeah. know. So, you know, all, I, I suspect he'll be back the, in, all, in a week, maybe. It all, fun, uh, excuse me, it all falls under the same sort of thing with me a little bit with halfback and fullback and jumbo package tackle tight end guy. And, and so... You just you know, in snaps, not not so much, you know, that commit is in there for the jumbo package or anything, but 
you know, it's just interesting to keep an eye out on. Right. Well, compared to Ed Matt Nelson, you know, the jumbo package, you know, that's, you know, they really like, they really like him. Maybe you got him on it now. Him moving. Him moving. Yeah, we're giving him way too much time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, the workout didn't work out. No, they they let he's right side by Houston or something. You know, so. Cleveland, he went to Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, what else on offense? We've if uh, you just uh, the, I, uh, running backs. You know, the running backs. Like I said earlier, you know, there's a speculation that just kind of goes through my mind: is are they keeping three running backs and one fullback? Or are they keeping four running backs and one fullback? Exactly. You know, and to me, I guess that's going to be how good Jamar Jefferson is. You know, it, it does because to me, Iggy's going to the practice squad. No if, ands, or buts about it. He if dropped he, the pass out of the backfield today. No if he ands or buts. No if he's ands or buts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I figure he, Jefferson's got to get better on special teams from from what he did last year, which was next to nothing. But but he's still he plays he's plays special teams. So, he need, yeah, well he needs to. <laughs> what I'm saying, he's, and, that, and he's he's got to excel because there's a lot of a lot of competition. Yeah, there is. Teams. It's a pretty full running back group, but you know, I tell you what, if this is going to be a straight out competition, you know, talent versus talent competition between between Iggy and uh, help me out here, Jefferson. Yeah. Yep. So, I, I I have to go with Jefferson. I, I really do. Yeah, I would too. Um, if it's if it's three, if they go with three, I'm thinking Reynolds. Craig Reynolds is you know, to be is a solidified number three. Yeah. So, it's uh it's tough. After that. Right. Yeah. yeah. There there could be you know, could be the possibility that if 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 Swift goes down, I would. Think that they would possibly put Craig Reynolds in to start before Williams. Well, it's a share. Right? Yeah, exactly. You know, but and they they're different styles. And, well, yeah, because so. Swift isn't necessarily that powder type back. He's that. He's got great vision. Although Reynolds. maybe he is now with all the buffness and the workouts and the whatnot that they've been talking about. Yeah, that well, you know, I've always said with Swift is he's never been that three down back. Right. He's, you know, and, and if you want to keep him was, going all, never supposed all to be. season long, you, you need to pair him up with somebody because he's not going to be able to. Uh, yeah, because he wasn't stay healthy for that for seventeen games. Yeah, but you know, but with, with injuries, then he ends up getting used more, right? Yeah, but what what Brad Holmes said the other day was like, you know, we expect this. We expect him to go seventeen games. So you know, we'll see you what happens. You don't draft him to sit out for four, even nope. though even though I that's kind of what my feel for for the running back position right now is in. This extended season, if if your running back, your starting running back misses four games, that's probably less than average, right, for the league, and and that's a decent season out of him. You know, that's still, 
easily potential of a thousand yard uh, a thousand yards so you know but that's you know one we'll see <laughs> there's not a whole lot of way to know just yet with the extra seat the right. extra, extra game involved. right so, right uh, well, uh, well I was just thinking with speaking of injuries and and, and things like that the uh, saw some pictures from camp of um, some guard helmet guards that the offensive some of the offensive linemen were wearing really yeah um, they, they it's kind of like a padded sleeve that goes over the the helmet to protect from concussions does it cover up the logo on the side it I believe it did yes um, uh, that that's not gonna work <laughs> that's yeah, not gonna I, work they were just holding it at their side and it was a still photo so I don't know so maybe there was a hole or something maybe the couldn't get a good look at it, but it was mostly the top that you saw, and it was a, but it's interesting. So they're trying some things out. The league is. Um, yeah, well, you know, the only thing else I can say about the offense, I mean, you you hope the best for Jared Goff. I just want him to come out and just freaking tear it up. Every fourth down is either a win or a go home situation. You know, you're playing to win, not playing to. That to lose. So, Jared Goff, I, I've got faith in him. I think that he will be our quarterback this year and next year. After next year's draft, we will probably draft a quarterback, but I think Jared is still going to be our number one guy next year. And then what happens next year will probably determine whether or not Jared Goff is with us for a third year. Because they are, you know, he is their guy right now. Jared is the guy. And so, you know, whatever quarterback is behind him, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, it seems like that's the way they went into this whole thing from the beginning. They just, you know, no one believed them. Yeah. Or, you know, they didn't come out and say it, put it in writing and saying, Jared Goff's our guy for three years, you know. Um, Or, you know. Like Possibly four, right. you know. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, he could get an extension after yeah. next year. They, they didn't you know? know. It was all. It's still performance based. You know, it, if he if he doesn't shine this year, the, you know, this will be the best year to do it. I'm telling you, on the table. Yeah, we got the we got the schedule. You know that the the fourth place schedule. We've yeah. got the the least traveled miles. As a team, the Detroit is the least traveled. Yep. Uh, I, 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 help me out here, brother. Well, I don't know what, what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying is there's a lot of indications say pointing that Detroit could do very well this season uh, because of these fourth place. The fourth place schedule. Schedule. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And that's, I mean... Unfortunately, we're used to third place and fourth place schedules, um, but this year, it, the fact that uh, Chicago is so bad, two of our games get weighed heavily on the bottom side of things, which right. actually makes because usually what happens is like we're right there. the The NFC North is all within like five or six <laughs> on that, you know, one to 32 of hardest schedule, right? 
because we all have to play Green Bay and they all have to play Detroit. Right. There's there's always one team in the NFC North that just really is in the basement. Just really yeah. sucks. In most times, it's been Detroit and the, or, or Chicago. Or Chicago recently, yeah. Yeah. And we'll see what the Vikings do this year with the new coach and all and regime. Yeah, see, now this so. year I'm kind of thinking that Detroit is in the upper icons of, of the North this year. I think they're finished second. We could. Could very and, then, and if we beat Green Bay, you know, we could actually win the North. Yeah. You know, I saw someone on Twitter giving us the second place with yeah, uh, Minnesota getting eleven wins. You know, and in, in, in or giving us third place in Minnesota in second with eleven wins. And I I don't know about eleven wins for Minnesota. That's you're putting a lot of you know. You think, about, you think about Goff, and then you think about Kirk Cousins. Right, with, but you got to also remember they have yeah. a, a first-year GM. They also have a first-year coach, too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Open. Open. <laughs> exactly. Open. Yeah. There's there's where your problems are gonna lie. I mean, you know, it takes some time for that, that off front office to... See, to I, I'd take some of Chicago's organizational gaffes and send them up to Minnesota and the the way that the things are happening in Chicago with the, yeah, the, but the I arrests. Think I, I really like culture. this GM that Minnesota has. He's a smart guy. Yes, He's really a smart guy. Yeah, exactly. That That's why they're giving them 11 wins here and there. And yeah, quasi, I think. Or, or quasi, God, I don't know. Something I'm like that, yeah. That's why. Twy. <laughs> I don't know, no, but he he gets got a lot of praise from Brad Holmes and, 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 and uh, Jeff Risen too. Yeah, so oh, so oh. you you gotta you gotta keep that in mind when it comes to you know the the uh, 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 what 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 the North could end up being because because sure. Detroit I they got a possibility they could they could they could actually beat Green Bay this year twice. I'm not predicting that. I think they split. But I think they beat Minnesota twice, and, and annihilate Chicago. Annihilate. <laughs> but yeah. I, I'm telling you that this, you know, that's, those really help. You know, the people that are uh, those wins really help the the people that are predicting them to nine and right. Know, yeah, exactly. Eight, you know, wins from the Lions. The, so the best way to, to those guys. The best way to get to the playoffs is to win your division, and if you can, if you can beat your division. Win in your division, they they you're going to the playoffs. If it, in home games, especially the the three division home games, you or yep. So yeah, you, know, you, you need you to be undefeated three, at home. Yeah, especially it's the most important of the eight or nine, depending on the season, are those three. Right. Exactly. So so Dominate. so. Uh, that, yeah, it's it's all speculative at this point, but it's really looking like Detroit's got a really good chance at winning the division or uh, possibly uh, a wild card in the playoffs. It, it, yeah, with the expanded playoffs, you got that extra spot, so... You started talking about that stuff at seven. Yeah, seven but I wins. ain't talk about no extra spot, brother. We gonna uh, win the freaking uh, division. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, I, I don't know. I can't say that for sure. I mean, you know, Green Bay, for as much as I hate them, for as much as Aaron Rodgers wants to be a lookalike like Nicolas Cage, I, I can't say that, you know, we're going to thump them because they are a good team. They they are pretty much the eliteness of the NFC North and has been for the last I I can't thirty even, years. That whatever, yeah, Rich. Right. You yeah, know, well, that's it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it's it. such a mistake, though. It just shouldn't be that way. It, no, it, it shouldn't. And, and no one, think, in, in the end, no one from the NFC North really does anything in the playoffs. Yeah, it's, well, that's so, true too. I yeah. mean, you know, from Green Bay, you know, Aaron Rodgers been there what four yeah. four times in the playoffs. Yeah, he win, number he one seed last year. Yeah, and they lost. Loses, loses. What a yeah. dud. Yeah, so in 30 years of mediocrity, you know, from our division have amplified Rogers's yeah persona. Right. Yeah, the curse is over, Rich. <laughs> the curse is over. Detroit is rising up through the the all the brimstone of all the hell that we've gone through. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Finally. 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 So, yeah. All right, so let's see. We're just over halfway. Randy, at Wooden Tunes 2 on Twitter. Myself, Rich, at Piss Poor Packers on Twitter. And the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast. Did you forget about it? <laughs> no, I'm just, like, stammering. Um, it's been a while I, since we've done this. Exactly. At M six six N D L P, and then I got stuck between the the words and the letters. And yeah, the well, we, so we we did, took a couple weeks off. Then we did one podcast, and then we took another three weeks off. So this is our first, like our second podcast in five weeks, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. So we got out of practice a little bit here. So. But yeah, moving right along. What were we going to talk about at this well, let's, point? Let's hit the defense and any uh, notes we got for defense, uh, defense or uh, or um, I, did I tell you my buddy Tommy Tropic stopped by? Oh, yeah, yeah. What's so, he up to? Well, he's got another pirate fest he's setting up Berg. in Boyd City. And uh, the one thing that he came over, he wanted to, because he was supposed to come on tonight. He was supposed to come here and be part of this show today and and promote the uh, Pirate Fest in Boyd City, Michigan, Saturday, August 13th. Um, But on that day, we're going to have Pirates Got Talent Contest. It's a talent contest, and yeah, he's looking for performers. First place is a thousand dollars. Second place three hundred and fifty, and third place is a hundred and fifty bucks. And this is in Boyd City at the uh, Sunset Park in Boyd City uh, Pirate Fest. Uh, from uh, dang it, I told him to write down all the August thirteenth. <laughs> yeah, August thirteenth. The talent show starts at noon. Yeah, the uh, the band derailed rocks. Oh yeah, later on that evening, our buddy Barry Loper runs that band. He's a he's a drummer, and uh, they if you like uh, hair band music from the eighties, these guys guys go see big time. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy Tropic Entertainment. 
Director. There you yep. go. The band. More more summer festivals. Yeah. We're full of them up here. Absolutely. Every the, weekend, there's something going on around Lake Charlevoix. Talent, the uh, talent show will be emceed uh, by B- Lee Malone. You know, a lot of uh, Dave that's been around uh, around up here. Uh, he uh, entertains that boy about all the the winter time. Yep, big time. Good dude. I like him. He's my friend. Yeah. So yeah. So okay, we got Tommy out of the way. You know, come on up. You know, if you like festivals, you like traveling, you have a reason to to uh, win. Possibly a thousand dollars. Hey, come on up if to Point uh, City. Yeah, on the thirteenth at noon. Come, come, kick a football. Everything's Maybe that's your talent. Everything starts at the beer tent. Sounds like the Lions might need a kicker this year. Well, that that's a good place to start right Let's there. Just start we right in the little... in between world of special, special teams, teams specialists, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Jack Fox can't punt. We got no. Field goal kicker. We do have a, uh, a good snapper, though. A lot of snappers, like future Hall of Famer now. So, <laughs> you, you know, we're one third of the way there. <laughs> one third of the way, yeah. <laughs> See if we get anybody put a foot on the ball and make it go where you want it to. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, Jack Fox. I mean, that's an exaggeration, but it, people are saying that, you know, he's he's shanking a few here and there, or he's just not accurate. I don't know. I don't know what they're saying because I. I Truth be told, we have not seen this with our own eyes here, me and Randy, right? Yeah, that's true. You know, so everything and, is, is all but, here. So. But everything is so early, too, you know? I mean, I'm sure... Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's been out there training. He's been probably kicking a bunch of footballs. But, you know, when you get out there at first time, I know, you know, you're gonna, you just want to belt the shit out of that ball. And everybody... <laughs> and you shake one, you know? Okay, this crap's going to happen, you know? And we we don't know if, if if he's working on something or trying something, well, practicing something. Not you don't know from one kick to the next if it's okay. This is my routine kick. This is my or if this right. is my five yard kick or this is my ten yard line kick or, or left side or right side. I, I don't know. Right, but yeah. remember, you know they've got all kinds of media there. Not to mention hard knocks. All this stuff is going on. There's a lot of side tracks. Hard knocks. The hard <laughs> knocks. Yes. <laughs> But there's a lot of sidetracks out there for these guys to be distracted and, and, and have their mind in a different spot. And, and and that's what they're gonna have to overcome and that's what's called being a professional. So, you know, I I think I think uh, the kicking game will will come into its own after things settle down a little bit, when players get used to all the cameras and all the, the stuff that's in their face and everything that's going on, I think It'll become the norm, and, and things will settle down, and, and Jack Fox will start putting the foot on the ball the best well, way. There you go. We, we, we get through yeah. the get through the the photo ops, and and they'll start kicking better. Absolutely, more consistent. You know, yeah, this is just the beginning. This is day two, brother man. Yeah. Let think about that. We got we got two field goal kickers there kicking for hard knocks. Um, Cybert and Patterson. Yeah, um, and that's where the competition is in my book, is between those two guys. Because right now, Siebert's lead, as far as I know. Patterson's been kind of... My heart's on Patterson, but yeah, you're probably... He's got the experience. He's He's been around a little more. Yeah, Patterson's uh, the guy I've always... I just thought was a, like a lock, but I guess he's not. And uh, 
No, he actually came off the couch for preseason last year. So. Well, see, the thing is with, with him is he can't hit accurately over 48 yards. But with our buddy Tom's talk, says, why do you need a kicker who can kick over 50 yards? Right. You know, no, you yeah. need your offense to get him down inside the 40 so he can make the kick at, at, an, at an even keel, you know. or, or Your, your you know. offense, yeah, should not be stymied at the 40. Correct. Yes, exactly. You're, you're Multiple so, times. So my guess is, yeah, even Seabert might be hitting the longer ones, but I think Patterson. Maybe not that many more, right? Yeah, yeah, as things settle down, I think Patterson yeah. will come back and, it would out, but be awesome. I, right now, I, I, it's just hype. Everything is yeah. hyped. Everybody's yeah. blood oh, pressure oh, is oh, through the roof. All the players are starting <coughs> to settle into. I mean, you know, hard knocks is 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 just going to put a little extra pressure on everybody involved. And uh, to me, that that's. Yeah, it's going to be a there's, little. There's always cameras around with the 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 and a, uh, the Lions media and stuff and this and that. But right, there's it, a different connotation when you know there's millions of people instead of just you know. That's where the professional Lions fans. That's where the professional line comes in. You know, the guys that can really handle it. Those guys are are your professionals, and and I I think there's a lot of professionals on this team. There's a few. Yeah. Yep. Especially, uh, well, hopefully, the, they're they're finding some professionals on the defense. Because <laughs> <laughs> last year the defense was pretty horrid. It really uh, was until the last yeah. until the last few games where where they they won and uh, started coming around. But you know that 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 just goes to prove how good our coaching staff is. And uh, yeah, they got us got us through right. Correct. Uh, through all those injuries. Um, hopefully, I mean, the injuries are still there. Um, we'll see if anything is aggravated, reoccurred, or affects the opposite side of the body. You know, one knee affects the other knee on the recovery, that kind of thing. Um, there's doom and gloom not to, you know, focus on that. Um I'd, I'd rather focus on the fact that Okuda is overcoming his injury, right? Uh, which has been the big speculation. And, and well, if he's going to be the starter, then yeah, you forever. hope he has it overcome that injury, yes. you yes. know. And at the pace that he did it, it kind of, kind of gives you a little bit of a, you know, uh, there's a question mark there. But uh, you you not, look at the tape. Not as quick see, as Cam Akers. The, not as long as Romeo Okor. Somewhere's in between. That's uh, that's okay. Right? Yeah, Romeo is still up in the air too. I don't know if he's actually going to make it back for the start of the season. You know. Yeah, it, it, it's starting to feel that way for it, sure. I, I believe it. You know, they got him out of the NFI, but it might be a little more serious than that. Yeah, that's an in- interesting deal. The NFI for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to change, though. You know. So I asked you this question before. Uh, Vegas has got DeAndre Swift, his total yards at oh, three, thirteen hundred and fifty yards and eight touchdowns. 
Now Vegas line is 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 what's you gonna over and under? Are they supposed to be defensive notes? Oh, are they? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just Uh, trying to switch it up, Rich. Just trying to keep shit going here. We we spent. We only got 15 minutes to, to oh. hit defense. That's oh. all I'm saying. So you want to go with defense? Yeah, let's stick with defense. All right. So, but just for speculation. Just for speculation. You want an over, I, under, 1380, eight touchdowns? Under. Under. B2. Yeah. Yeah. Savior. Yep, exactly. Okay, uh-huh. defense. Okay. Split zone defense is kind of the, uh, what they're doing. The split zone scheme. One high. Right, where the safeties play a vital role. You want to talk about the safeties? Yeah. Let's talk about the safeties. Let's talk about them. Go ahead. (laughs) All three, four, or five, or... How many are we keeping? Exactly. Yeah. Um, Six? Safeties? No, I got four. Yeah, four. I got four. Um, Yeah, you got Walker and... uh, Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. Deshaun Elliott. Deshaun. Yes. And, and Iffy. And Iffy. And Which was a switch. And we should talk about that. And. Yeah, that's it. That's the question mark. <laughs> and the number four spot. Joseph. Okay. It's got it's last, Joseph. Last Joseph year, last year they see. kept four. Are they going to keep four this Absolutely. year? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah it's you not think a, it's, it's Joseph? Not a three. I was kidding about the three. But uh, yeah, it's got to be Joseph. Yes, absolutely. He's just four, four or five is the is the number we're looking at, right? I think. Are you sure? Yeah, it's not three. It's or not four. Kirby. You're thinking about Kirby Joseph. Yeah. Okay, Kirby yeah. Joseph. Yeah, Joseph. Right. Kirby Joseph, the man with two first names. Yeah. Well, he is a fourth round draft pick, and you're probably right about that. Yeah. Yeah. I like the kid. Absolutely, I like the kid. He's he's he, he's got room to grow. Yep. You know, he was the best player on, on uh, a really bad defense. Um, maybe even the best player on a really bad team uh, in, uh, in Illinois. Uh, maybe there was an offensive player better. but uh, I don't so know. Everybody was pretty hyped to get it in, in, in the fourth round, you know? Yeah, good, good, good kid. So I'm excited. Yeah, I, I and and I'm I'm happy to have him too, and and I and I hope he makes the team, and I hope we see him get to play, you know, not be a healthy scratch every week, you know. Right. Yeah. You know, it's they'll bring the rookies on slow, I assume, um, because there's a a big linebacker room, um, so. There is. I I'm I'm kind of scared of the linebacker room. To be honest with you, how many are they gonna? Like keep twenty four on offense, so they can keep an extra number seven linebacker. It's just weird. Yeah, know? it is because I I think they might do that just because because the linebackers are basically the weakest point on our defense at this point in time. Yeah, and it's pass protection mostly, you know. Yeah, and it, they're getting rid of it. Seems like the the hybrid safety backer. That we used to see in, like Killebrew when oh. in, the, in the Patricia right the hybrid safety linebacker. I, yeah, yeah. They, they they want they they're they're going for other. It's a different kind of defense. Yeah, they're they're going a different direction now, and so we have to adjust our thinking. <laughs> right, and it's just speculation, you know. Yeah, I think they keep six. 
quarterbacks right. and four four safeties. I mean, last year they kept four safeties. But, uh, yeah. The quarterbacks, I mean, you know, you, you got to wonder. I mean, I got Jerry Jacobs, I think, is, is, is going to come back, but and he's not ready yet. So that kind of puts his spot with a question mark. Right, from yeah. the initial 53. Right. Does he start the season on pop? And which. It, you know, if they do, they go with just five quarterbacks and just wait for him to come back? Or do they no, put somebody in that spot? Well, because you got to have uh, Okuda or Warrior. Yep. And then uh, Hughes. I've, I've, got, I've got Harris behind Okuda, Hughes behind Oruwarie, and then you got um, Parker the slot, Parker and Lucas the draft pick as your nickels, and that puts Jacob as my sixth. And if and that it, that's that's tough, it, 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 emotionally, right? It's tough emotionally it, after what he did for us last year. Um, it's it's tough having him as the, yeah, as see, the last guy in line. Lucas um, is a six round draft pick. I think he looked better on the practice squad than he would is a developmental guy. But why would a draft pick look better or look worse than an undrafted guy? Right? It's well, that you already had because right? he's already been here a year and he's been there and done that. It kind of proved it. I get it. I okay, get it. I but get he it. also got hurt. You know right. so. So I I actually think so yeah so his spot you know maybe someone then like Lucas can get put down to the uh, practice squad after the initial fifty three right that I happens, get that. that I get that if, that if they quite a bit where they they, if Jacobs they is hide still, their talent hide the guys they want on the fifty three right if Jacobs is still on, on for a week on the pop which he is now you know yeah. So, so if that you know if that be the case and he kind of reverse the IR, the question is going to be: Does Jacob comes back in week four or week seven? You know. Yeah, yeah, that's when the whole IR thing I think kicks in, right? The right. Like regular. Season. I believe it. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, rules, I, I break them. I don't learn them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So. Yeah, and it's all this is there, you know, six corners, four safeties. Um, I that's that's quite possible. Yeah, you know, yeah. To have ten DBs, that that makes perfect sense. Right. You know? Well, uh, the um, one was, place that we haven't talked about yet, we got about ten minutes here. Oh. Is a defensive line. Yeah. So you know, on the inside, you know, to me, it's Brockers, uh, Levi Azurike. Uh, Ali McNeil and Jay Sean Cordell. I got four guys there in the middle. That's and true. if you disagree with that, do you think uh, there's four guys or five guys in the middle there? I well, yeah, four guys. I would say um, Cornell. I I can't do anything but lump him in with uh, three other guys probably at this point, just because. What the hell has he done for me lately? Well, um, that kind of talk. Right? Um, if you've been doing any kind of read uh, of anything, what the defensive line I mean, has done, and Cornell I mean, has been an actual NFL game has got everybody <laughs> not, uh, as attention. Not, not August 
not even August, with no pads and all that really? shells. And, and I got, so I got that's Cordell. That's all I'm saying, right? Yeah, you can't, you can't around, scratch Cordell in there as a starter kid yet. No, gosh, I, no. I kid. I can't. I very easily kid. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if if anything, like uh, this uh, Demetrius Taylor, the undrafted kid. He's more of an um, edge specialist. Right, but he, he, he was a nose tackle in college. Right at two hundred and ninety-five pounds, he was, yeah, yeah, and he was damn good. He's fast, nimble, all that stuff. Um, I don't know. You so know. he's basically a package player then. He would be well, if he made yeah, the team. And so was Penasini, kind of, you know, as a nose tackle, right? He, he, he it's situational because you had Levi. Right. Or, I mean, not Levi. McNeil. McNeil. Yeah, and Dan Campbell talked about that. And you you had Pettacini and McNeil in there side by side. You never had to worry about anything coming up through the bell. Yeah, or if if you had one in and not the other, or had to put the other one, had to put Pettacini in instead, I'm sure that's the same argument, right? He said, nothing to worry about. Yeah, and so, you know, it's a stretch, but... If you're going to add a def- or uh, an undrafted kid this year, I'm start. I'm at the moment. I'm leaning that way um, to someone on the defense, and that's not a corner. <laughs> <laughs> I have my undrafted free agent this year is out offense. It would be uh, Jarvis from Michigan State. I, I think. I think he's probably. Uh, all he's got to do is beat Stedbird. Come right. on. <laughs> you know, stop, so, stop dragging yeah, us back and to There offense. has been so much <laughs> so much talk in the media about Stedbird, you know, and it's like, okay, so why is he being hyped up? You know, if the coaches start talking about you, it probably means they're gonna, you're going to trade you. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll, I'll give you a, mi- a minute to talk about Jarvis in a second, but let's, let's hit the edge players. Okay. Uh, Julian Aquara ish and Harris. Well, obviously, and the, the the Harris is is the starter. Pick, He's the, the starter. Two guy, Mister Hutchinson. And until Romeo comes back, I think it's going to be between Julian and Hutch to play the other side. They're going to like take turns. Yeah. So now that's four, but you know, there's four, Romeo, we have that Romeo. open spot. Yeah. You know, there's you know, I would we'll think that the they pop. would keep four defensive ends. And so it'd be Julian Cora, Hutchinson, Chris Harris. And before Cora uh, Romeo comes back, I would say probably Kaminsky. Yeah. I'd take Kaminsky over Hector, I suppose. Yeah, um, but it's not gonna be a know. bad thing to have Hector on your practice squad. Right. He's been there before. You know, I I, yeah. I think Kaminsky is a step up, and that would be probably a really good place for him to be until Romeo comes back. Yeah. There's a, we got Houston. We haven't talked about Houston or uh, Pascal. Yeah, Pascal's so, on the NFI, so I, I mean, there really ain't a whole lot to talk about him. Uh, right. He had a hernia surgery in the spring. 
you know, I think we already went over this. But yeah, so and so it's know, kind of lingering, and then right. you, you drafted a hurt player, and what do you expect? Yeah. He's so, not ready to play. I really don't expect him to be back. You know, kind of like, you know, if he's not back at week four, then look for him at week Rand seven. Rand round two curse. Yeah, yeah, another round two curse. Yeah. Yes. So, in Houston, it, it he's kind of hit. He's in that same position as uh, we're talking about with Davis in the linebacker crew. Is there six yeah. six guy? Who's that sixth guy? Uh, so Houston is is a is he's an undrafted free agent, right? No, Houston was a draft. Was he a draft pick? Yeah, he was the draft. Okay, yeah. so so I don't know. It's not necessarily that you can pencil him in, but more likely, you would he, think. But, he, but we maybe would think it's Davis. But, We'll see. Pass yeah. rush specialist and stuff. It's another question, Mark. Yeah. I mean, we got a whole training camp to go through. We got a bunch of preseason games. Lots of stuff. And a lot of different cuts. A lot of different additions. So, all right. So let's let's. I'll give you a minute here for Jarvis. Jarvis, you like this kid, Jarvis from Michigan State. Go I figure. like this kid. I tell you what. You know, if you can't. You know, Rich and I had a little bit of an argument earlier on. You know, it's like, do they keep the tackle or do they keep an extra, an extra tackle, or do they keep an extra guard? And, and, and you know, and Vitae, you know, I you got you can look at Vitae and Decker. You know, Vitae's the older of the guy. I would think that you would need better backup Vitae more so than you would Decker. So, uh, you know, so my speculation at this point in time is that Detroit is going to keep the guard over the tackle, but Hibbleman. Heibelman, whatever, <laughs> might screw that up for me. Tommy Craver has been my guy right from, you know, the start with him, and I've, I've liked him, and I'm really glad he is where he is. Jarvis is a rookie this year, has an undrafted free agent. Same position Tommy Craver was in last year. I still think that all Jarvis has to do this year is beat out Stedbrook, and, and he, he's out of the team. Sedberg would probably go to the practice squad if he is beat out. But all the media is saying, no, not even bringing Jarvis up. And just bringing all kinds of praises to Stedberg. So, you know, yep. hopefully they're trading that sucker. But no, <laughs> get something for him, right? Absolutely. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, no, I, you know, it, 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 it's a good point. You know, I, I don't think... You know, they're. I don't think they're kicking Vitae out the door, right? No, not at all. No, so, he might even be I, with us. I personally don't think uh, uh, Vitae's successor is even in Brad Holmes's mind at the moment. So not at the moment, but yeah. I think it's in Brad Holmes' mind. So, maybe next year it will be. Yeah, but I don't think it is right now. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, you know, the yeah. sexy picks will come next year. So right, and he, yeah, Decker. You know, it's you don't want him hurt, so you want him there a hundred percent of the snaps. Uh, maybe maybe they bring in a, a veteran uh, guy with swing tackle experience that. Uh, you know, long in the legs, been around a while, uh, 
We talked about that, yeah. Rich. So Man, now you, I just brought it up here. I That's, know. I, I get it. Those are the options. I, yeah. Otherwise, you know, you stick with uh, Skipper. I so. think I think the veteran on the offensive line is Vitae, and if he leaves, well, it's probably going to yeah. be rag, Ragdell or Decker. My point is all the veterans on your offensive line are on the field. There's no one on the sideline that's a veteran other than Brown. Brown. And what more do you need? Well, some uh, someone that's played at a high well, level. Well, some guy that right? walks with a loop? There's on the outside. There's a tackle, <laughs> right? And he's played at a high level as a swing tackle and is just looking for a last contract as you know, his third or fourth contract. Uh, I'll let you have the last word about. on that, but I, I'm going to doubt it. So. No, yeah, I get it. It's, it, it's just options. So, yeah, so this right. has been the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast. And remember, watch for deer, one pride. Go Lions. Go Lions.